Live from Southern California, this is the Jim Rome Show. All right, guys, here we go. Thursday, August 5th, Sklar Brothers filling in for Jim Rome. Oh, man, we've got a lot to talk about today, a lot to get through, fantastic guests on the show. To, quote, to quote Bart Scott. We, we're I'm really excited. I'm really looking forward, looking forward to, this to this experience. And I think that's what he said. Yeah, that's what okay. he said. Uh, Alvy's on the board. Garrett's with us. So much fun stuff to talk about, Jay. We're going to get into how to fix your kayak if it has a hole. Mm-hmm. That protection. To, protection. How to fix your kayak if it, if it has a hole. How to fix your life if you're a kayaker who's made some serious mistakes, mistakes. on the other side of the law. We'll talk about both of those things. We'll talk about Texas, the University of Texas getting roasted by senators oh. in Texas from the, I guess, the state at a committee meeting. Right, for leaving the Big 12 but Which, they're not leaving Texas. So so now we know who's getting kickbacks from the Big 12. Exactly. So that is, we're going to get into that a little bit later. Odell Beckham got Jr.'s new, got a new grill. Mm-hmm. Got a new and grill. It, and it's not, it's not a George Foreman grill. It's not a Weber. Okay. So it's not a hibachi. So we're going to talk about that. So much good stuff, Jay. And last night, you know... A lot of stuff happened in the Olympics. If you yes. If you don't like spoilers, they're going to air tonight probably on a different network that we can't name. But look, why not Why not blow up their spot? That's right. Why not? We're on CBS. So, uh, look, the U.S. men's basketball team, I'm just going to say it, the first half of every game they've played so far. This is what is playing in, in our their, minds and in their, their minds, minds as they're playing basketball. This this is the first and second quarter of every game. This is their theme song coming through. Yeah. So they're hearing this as they're... This is how they put things together as they're coming down in transition. Oh for 9 on their first 9 threes. Hey, let's pass it to Draymond and see what happens. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's... Zero, we have 0. 0. 0. 0. points. 0.0. Yeah. This is the way the U.S. played when they were down 15. I had to look down at my phone and see 45 to 31, like, into the second. Okay. I can't even listen. I can't even listen to it. Just like we couldn't even watch it at a certain point. Okay, Alvy, <laughs> This is just. <laughs> right? You, you're watching the car crash in slow motion. And then they pull it together. They pull it together. Pull away. So if you woke up and you're like, let me oh, check they won the by, score. They won by 20. Great. No. no. They didn't. They 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 needed everything from Kevin Durant, who finally woke up and said, let me put him on my shoulders. Let me put him on my thin shoulders. And he did. My thin, wispy shoulders. I'm going to take this team on my shoulder. And I'm going to. Kevin Durant. He's, you know who he is. You know, know who he is. We know who he is. Thank God he was there. Who and else I, is going to do and it? And I'm going to say this. The fact that France beat Slovenia, so now it's all set up for a... Needed a last-second block to do that. Batum. Mm-hmm. But the fact that the U.S. is not having to face Luka, that's... I do you, you, they're, they're, they're happy about that. That's a guy that's, that would maybe want to score 60. Yeah. Or 70 in a game like and that. And could. I could see him hanging an Olympic record. If Ricky Rubio scores 38 on you. If Rubio, who has never scored more than 20 points probably in the history in a game in his in life, the history of since everything. Since he was a teenager. Right. Since he's since before he started teaching hot yoga between periods. 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 Look, it the the US men's period. team 
I, I, they can't be proud of what's what what's going. Even if they win the gold, so they will probably. You hope that they win gold. You hope that they have in their hearts a burning desire to beat the team that beat you in the group stage. And by the way, France is not just uh, like Morning. Slovenia has one player, and everybody else is, in my opinion, probably part-time DJs with Ronnie Cycli, and we said that before, but I don't care. Okay, they're they're DJs on house DJs on cruise ships. That's who that's who Luca was carrying along, mm -hmm. and they almost beat France. But France has a handful, like you said, they got some guys: Laura Croft, Nicholas Batum, Raider. Mm -hmm. They got them. They got them. They got Batum. They got Gobert. They got Fournier. So they have guys that can play on an NBA roster. But again, other than Gobert, who's an incredible defensive player, they don't have. That guy can catch has. anything, including COVID. That's right. And just rub it all over the microphone. Mm -hmm. So, look, it's not going to be easy. It's not going to be easy. But if you're the U.S. team, you got to play. Say, I want to be. I want to embarrass like, like, like the All-Stars played in the fourth quarter of that All-Star game where it was like weird scoring and you got to catch up. And this is in 2000, I guess, 19. When they actually played defense. We're right. playing for this charity here and these Against kids those over here. And they made the kids watch who was going to win the money. That per, was really. Because, you know, like one group of kids are going to get money from that. Like they should have been like, you get a lot of money and this group also gets money. They but did it's get a little money, but it was a little uncomfortable. But so. Look, the U.S. has to turn it on, and in my opinion, if they do anything short of a blowout of France, is going to be, in general, a disappointment. I'm amazed that they made it back to the gold medal game. I'm amazed. And I also think that France has the blueprint to beat this team. They did. So they beat them once. They could beat them again. And if you're not, like, ready to play this game. Although I will say this. I do think the U.S. is getting better like last night's game was a microcosm of the way they've been playing in the tournament, which is they're getting better over time. Right. They figure it out. So you don't look good at the beginning, but then you figure it out. I think it looks like they're going to win. They, they definitely we're, we're going to talk about the Olympics in terms of like levels of disappointment. So a notch below where the men are men's basketball team are playing the U.S. women's national soccer, soccer team. team who who had to slug it out with Australia. And won in a very high-scoring 4-3 right. match. It's a lot of scoring. It's a lot of scoring. It was the opposite of us in high school. A lot of scoring. A lot of scoring. So, and that, so they fought hard. With a backup goalie who led in three. Fine. They fought hard and slugged it out to earn the bronze. They can't be happy about that. They're not happy and we're not happy, and that shows you how far they've come. Yeah. And, this and how great this team is if you're unhappy with a medal at all. Mm -hmm. The U.S. should be leading in gold medals, and China is whooping them. Yeah, definitely. I mean, they're up by like five or We're six. We're a silver medal country. I thought we'd get more in track. I thought we'd have a chance to medal in the four men's 4x100 four relay. So there we are. That, as we as we go down the levels of disappointment. disappointment. The At least the women's soccer aren't the men's 4x100 relay. Well, in some respects, yeah, they're not even they're not even racing for a medal. Nope, they didn't even make it into the final heat. How embarrassing is that? You, you got, have two things to do. If when, you're in the relay, you got two jobs. You got to run, and you got to pass a thing to another guy. That's it. You should be able to do both of those pretty competently. You got five years to prep that. Five Couldn't years. It. Couldn't do it. I mean, their transitions were terrible. Yes, their it, transitions were like. My daughter in sixth grade in her writing. I'm like, you might want to put a transition right there. Caitlyn Jenner said those are bad transitions. That's right.
Horrible. Horrible. I, I mean, it was so bad that Carl Lewis, Carl Lewis got up, got on, up Twitter. on Twitter and tweeted out. If, and look, Carl Lewis. This, this is, is the one thing Carl Lewis can tweet about. He, it's like, you don't want to hear Carl Lewis giving uh, singers advice on American Idol. He thinks he's got it. He thinks he's got it. That's like the first 50 yards. Yep. You so, got this. You got, got this, this, bro. Uh-oh. No, no oh. you do not. No, you do Uh-oh. not. You don't have it. So... He tweeted, he tweeted that the U.S. did everything wrong in yes. the men's relay. Everything wrong. From who was running which legs. Wrong. That's a coaching thing. Right. Who should be running which leg. That is a, that's a legitimate, like, you figure that out ahead of time. To the passing of the batons. He said that I, I, I and he's got I this. I watch AAU kids who do it better than these guys. I'm like, what are you doing watching AAU? Maybe you should take some singing lessons. Mm-hmm. And it, just like you in the knew he was going down, the free boom. It's like what he the equivalent of what he did right there would be like if if he was in the men's hundred yard hundred meter relay or four like by four, four by one hundred, and he just instead of running on the track right there at the end, he just cut across the long jump pit. Yeah, through the middle. He's you no, just you, cut right across it. But you didn't make up of for it. The now. free. He, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. when he's tweeting, he's got that in his closet. And when that dude feels like he's got enough to walk out on Along the, with a red like a red suit. Onto the Twitter ledge and say <laughs> red glare. <laughs> That's what his suit was giving off. A, red, a lot of red, red glare. <laughs> Alvy just gets the exact moment. Oh, I love you, buddy. Yeah, that's so. So, so here we are. That those are medals that you're like, wait, we we should have had that. We should have had that. So, if you're like, why are we behind China? Because we're not winning these things that we should be winning. Like, China's gonna win. China's gonna get theirs. China has. There's a 14 year old girl who's diving for China, like, and she got four, three tens. Three rounds. Yeah, of you're a like, perfect well, tent. I guess who, that's who's going to win diving for the next four Olympics, right there. She's 14. She's going to do it again when she's 18. She's going to do it again when she's 22, and she's going to do it again when she's 26, and maybe when she's 30. And it's China, so if she doesn't after she's 30, she's of no use to them anymore. No. So they're going to get theirs. We know that already. So you have to win in the events and the things. You, I literally, you have a great team, and a. a a great relay. Three team. of the best, three of the best sprinters in the world. It was just disappointing on every level. And you're like, well, you should, again, these Olympics don't come along all the time. This, every tiny detail should be buttoned up on this. Five thing. years. You got five years to work on passing the baton. And figuratively, in the overall, you know, in the figurative nature of it, you should pass the, the baton, baton to, to the next generation of guys. But I would expect the Americans to drop that baton on the ground. Though certainly the way they the way they ran that race. Did I say this? We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Whether you want to buy a home or refinance your current home, Rocket can. Mm-hmm. There, I said it. Mm-hmm. You know, it was interesting because this happened yesterday too, or yesterday or today, where LeBron tweeted because I saw the this. Lakers got. Trevor Ariza, 
So the Lakers managed to somehow get older. Mm-hmm. They're like, you know what we need on this team? Some more age. Let's get some experience. Carmelo Anthony, who if you told me Carmelo Anthony was 46 years old, I would be like, yeah, mm-hmm. probably. Carmelo Anthony, 46 years old. He's actually 37. LeBron, 36. Trevor Ariza, I think he's 36. I don't know. He's old. Right? So LeBron James. So he's tweeted that, yeah, people are calling us old, but we're going to win the NBA championship. Something like that. And then he quickly then he d- deleted, deleted the tweet. To which some sports ra- talk radios I was listening to as I was coming down here, some of it that I was listening to, they were all about what does that mean? that he took it down and it was a calculation that he put it out there and took it down. And sometimes there's a, it's almost like when a lawyer says something, something knowing that it's going to get struck struck from from the record, record, but it's it's still still out there out on the jury's ears. That's what, that there was like a calculation that was put forth. But I'm like, LeBron James is old. This is what old people do. They don't know how to tweet. For 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 all we know, he could have had a draft of a tweet and, and was trying to show, show it, it to, to someone and accidentally hit send. Sent it out because that's what it'll be. Or he probably doesn't text with his fingers. He's he's talk speak, te- speaks, speaks his text. text into his thing, and he thought he was speaking it into the texting, and he spoke it into the Twitter app. Twitter app, and then he click send because old people like if you're you're showing what an old person does, mm-hmm. like a young person would have made the statement. In a TikTok video, mm-hmm. you sent a tweet that you didn't want to send, and then you took it down, or got heat for the tweet. Also, you're LeBron James. Yeah, you should be saying all these things. You yeah. should be saying like, "Yes, we're old, but like we're going to prove everybody wrong." Yeah, like keep, t- keep calling us old. You can call us old when we're standing on when we're hoisting the trophy. Yeah, call us old. Maybe we'll get some younger guys to raise the trophy up because for us, because we'll be too old to raise the the trophy at the end. I mean, isn't this the plot of The Expendables? Right? Gran Torino? The exa- yeah, yeah, like like put up, like a young person would just put up a meme of Clint Eastwood in Gran Torino scaring people away with like a finger gun uh-huh. and say, yeah, we're old. Yeah, we're coming for you. We old. And we're, we're locked and loaded and we're coming for you and it's Clint Eastwood with a finger gun. I would just be like, we old and... Dot, and, dot, dot. and dot dot dot, but that's not what he tweeted. That's not what he tweeted. That's he, not what he, he tweeted. He tweeted a direct. You can't answer your trolls. Trust me, we're 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 loaded with trolls. You can't do it. You fill in for the you fill in for Jim Rome in the jungle just once. You're gonna get trolled. Right. You don't answer those people. Not two. Yeah, he didn't answer two. He didn't answer three. He didn't answer four. He didn't answer five. He didn't answer six. He didn't answer seven. He didn't answer eight. He answered a lot of trolls, trying to. Just say no. You get it wrong. Just say we're putting together a team. Just say we got rid of Kyle Kuzma. That's it. We did our thing. We got rid of Kyle Kuzma. Who cares who we bring in? You're welcome, L.A. We got rid of him, and then his SUV got stolen. Yeah. Okay? On the way out the door, his SUV got stolen. The fact that LeBron even has to answer tweets. I think this was an example of an old person not knowing how to tweet. Or so not knowing how to handle the not situation. Not knowing how to handle the situation, not knowing how to tweet. So I don't think there was a calculation at all. I, I think, think he got, just. I think you got to get a young dude who's just a social media, who get a troll on staff. Yes. Get someone who knows how to dole it out. 
Get the guy who's doing the most, the most Twitter trolling out there, and he's on your staff. Have right. him clap back That's at right. those people. Clap back at everybody. And just from the Lakers account, just clap back at everybody. That's right. That's your. What do you do? What do you do? I'm a clap back. I'm a clap back social media I'm, person. I'm, on, I'm in LeBron's staff. I clap back. I'm director of clap back. Direct, director of clap back for LeBron James. That that's just what, that's what I'm doing right now. And you can, I mean, is that, is that a real, is that a real position? Do you want me to clap back at you? I'll clap back at you. You have any more questions for me? Direct, what else you got? Director of clapback. Tweet at me. Tweet at me, bro. Yeah. You mad? And then he just does it. But that to me felt like an old thing. That felt like. It felt old. It felt old in the way that it doesn't it strike you. Don't you feel old knowing that Peyton Manning is going into. This is the last thing we'll talk about before we get out of this first so segment. Peyton Manning going into the Hall okay. of Fame. Tom Brady. Tom Brady will be there. And again, a lot of people are like, hey, that's, that's so great of Tom Brady. What's good to be there for Peyton Manning being inducted in the Hall of Fame? And is yes, it, on some level, it could is be. Is it, though? In the back of his mind, he's like, he's going to show up in his Tampa Bay uniform. Or he'll be like, hey, man, I'd love to stay for the after thing, but I got practice tomorrow. I got practice. You remember what practice playing. was like, right? I mean, it's different now. I mean, it's different five years later, but I, I got. Yeah, I gotta, I'd love to drink at the after party, but, you know, I got to keep my body right. That's like a woman who's, like, around other women who, like, can't get pregnant, and she's like, I can't drink. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. You yes. go to, like, a barren party, and you're like, I'm oh, so, I'm so sorry. I just got to be careful, you God, know. You I'm know, so fertile. Four months pregnant, and I just, uh, I'm so, you guys know what that's. Oh, you don't? Like, that could be Tom Brady's. I think he's he, just him showing up and just people having conversations. Still in the league. Congratulations. Still just, doing it. All six rings on the fingers. Still doing you it. You know he's going to show up like that. It's like he'll wave to Peyton with both hands, just bling everywhere. In the middle of talking to Peyton, he gets a text. Oh, sorry. Sorry, they're just running some new new plays that I got to I got to learn these plays into practice tomorrow. You know what that's like. Oh, you don't. I mean, you can maybe remember what you remember what, what, that, you was like. what that was like. Maybe yeah. you have some plays that you do. You host. Uh, you're smarter than a fifth grader. Like that's what he he might make comments like that. Omaha, I got I say Omaha like a couple times. Yeah. Omaha. So that is so he's gonna be there. And then tonight's game is the Steelers and the Cowboys, which is a great game in 1979. Mm-hmm. Steelers this year, I have no idea what they're gonna do. Cowboys, I can tell you with absolute certainty, they will either be eight and nine or nine and eight. That's what you're going to get. And that might be enough to win. That might be enough to win that division. I don't know. I think the Washington football team is going to have something to say about it. But let's take a break. Let's take a break. Let's take a break. Squad Brothers filling in for Jim Rome. We have takes. We're going to talk kayaking. I'm very excited to talk about that. Odell Beckham Jr.'s grill. We're going to talk about about the potential of the Buffalo Bills coming to Austin, Texas. So keep Austin weird. We are going to keep it really weird. Sklar Brothers filling in for Jim Rome on CBS Sports Radio. Stay with us all three hours a day. It's going to be fun.
birthdays, holidays, promotions, getting that last sprinkled donut. There is a ton in the world worth celebrating, but nothing is worth celebrating more than knowledge, especially knowledge that will pay off, like understanding how compound interest works, knowing how to check your investment professional's background, or figuring out your risk tolerance, or finally understanding all these terms that your friends keep throwing around like ETF, ESG, and ICO. Learn about these investment products and more at Investor.gov, your unbiased resource for valuable investment information, tools, and tips. Before you invest, Investor.gov. Yeah, the rawness of Johnny Thunders and the Heartbreakers, 1970s. Wow, Post-New York Dolls. I love it. We are the Sklar Brothers, and we're here filling in for Jim Rohn. Thank you, Jim, for giving us the opportunity to do this. Uh, we got some great tweets. A lot of Twitter action on that first take. Andy Rooney and Sklar Brothers, Team USA, always starts off slow. Signed Mac DeMarco's albums. Yeah, they are very languid, those albums. Good one. Uh, what else we got? Uh, we got Andy. I, I like this one. Uh, another Andy Rooney. I love Andy. Sklar Brothers, uh, Team USA basketball, are the, but they don't perform well. Sign Dyson products. <laughs> That's right. They don't corner well. At J Grace, 1969. 18 years from now when Tom Brady is finally being inducted into Canton at age 62 because he played until he was 57. Sports talk, radio talking heads will talk themselves blind debating which half of his career was better. That's it. First half or second half. That dude's never quitting. Carlin Prescott at Sklar Brothers. Those relay runners should take tips from me when passing the baton. Signed, Tanya Harding. There you go. That's an Olympic take. At S. Valiance, uh, can I be director of bareback regards Sean Kemp? Now, hold on a Wait second. Wait a minute. There's a great moment where if you go up to the Space Needle and you're at the top of the Space Needle, you can look down and just see all the neighborhoods where Sean Kemp has been. Started, started to populate. Sire I mean, it's a, it's a beautiful... There's a walking tour you can take. Jared and Sconson at Sklar Brothers. <clears throat> Passing the baton has generally been an issue here as well. Signed the Green Bay Packers. Well, yes. Yeah. Kind of mm-hmm. screwed that up. Mm-hmm. Is he going to retire? Is he not going to retire? By the way, we didn't even talk about Max Scherzer's ridiculous performance last night. Just shutting people down. 97 with movement. Seven innings. He made mo- one mistake. But he you know, comes in... And he literally shuts lights them up. lights up a team that the Dodgers just hate. Struck out Altuve three times. I struck him out so hard and thrice. Thrice. He knocked the the, he knocked the listening device. Knocked the buzzer out of his shirt. That's how much he struck him out. Yeah. I mean, that was impressive. Impressive. And in that moment, you're yes. like, oh, Scherzer could be your number one. I know you want to maybe start Walker Bueller in the in the playoffs, but Scherzer could be your number one. He's been there. He's won a World Series most recently. Or not most recently, but he's won a World Series. So is Bueller. But still, like my man, he just looked in, so in, in that control. moment, in that moment, you say the Dodgers want to win. The Dodgers already have a great team. It's like any team in in the National League would say, we've got Corey Seager. We've got a great shortstop. But they're like, no, we can get better. Let's get Trey Turner. So you ask why guys like Tom Brady are on top when they're already on top. Mm -hmm. Because even though they're on top, they're like, how can I get on top? How can I get better? I'm not on top. How can I get on top? So that's the thing. When when people want to get better, Teams. When they're already the best. When teams want to get better, when they're already the best, those are the teams that win. And we're not saying it's guaranteed that they're going to win. The Giants are playing out of the, out of their minds. San Diego could, you never Milwaukee know. Milwaukee looks good. They do. But Title I, town. But I'm just saying, what the Dodgers did, like all of Dodgers managed, that was a win for Dodgers, the Dodgers front office last night. Mm-hmm. 
It was unbelievable. Should we get into this kayaking? Let's I want to get into Let's it. Let's talk about it. So what do you do if your boat has sprung a leak? That's my question. I'm, I'm assuming there's no flex seal in Japan. That guy. That crazy guy should be on staff to spray every the bottom of every boat. He should just be in the water. You know, come on, Olympics. Step your game up. The flex seal guy is always Step your game up. He's always weirdly flexing on us all. Yes. Like, you know what I mean? Like his it's that's literally where it comes from. I went fishing on a screen door. Great. Good, good for you. That's great. Like good for you. For nobody that. cares that you went fishing on a screen door. Can you Does he have a thick he has a thick Philly kind accent? Kind of a thick Philly accent. I sprayed all the boats with flex seal. And now the only weeks coming out of Tokyo are reports on TikTok about the Olympic Village cardboard beds, which I sprayed as well. I spilled my water ice in the in the canoe, and we're all right. So Australian Olympian Jess Fox last weekend, she won two medals in Tokyo so far. She won the bronze in the kayak slalom, mm-hmm. and then she took home the gold medal in the canoe slalom event, winning by nearly four seconds. That's a great Olympics. That's a very good Olympics. As with any event that requires special equipment, athletes can only operate at the top of their games if their equipment is in tip-top shape. Like, you wouldn't have, like, I mean, you would have a baton that was easily passable if you were That's the, what you're saying. Okay. The men's 400, four by 100 relay. Mm-hmm. So a hole in the canoe or kayak. I'm assuming you have to prepare if there is a hole in That's your a kayak. Disaster. That's a disaster. You can't take on water like that. Fox showed a unique way that her team plugged the hole in her kayak using something that was definitely not designed for boat repair. Condoms that were given out by the IOC in the Olympic Village. Because she used condoms to plug the hole. She To go over the tip of the thing. So just the tip. Just, the just tip. on the tip. Right. Because the IOC gets what the Olympic Village is. It's basically International Studio 54. That's what it is. With hotter people. Caligula. There's a totally different shot put going on there. Mm -hmm. So the IOC provides the athletes with condoms. And sometimes they come in handy in other ways. It's genius, if you ask me. She said, bet you never, or they, the voiceover on the TikTok, which was just like a robotic woman's voice. You know how sometimes they use that voiceover. Mm-hmm. Bet you never knew condoms could be used for kayak repairs. I mean. The video shows a man rubbing a carbon mixture on the bow of a kayak. This is not, I don't like where this is going. I don't like, I don't like where it's going. Then he stre- then stretched a condom. Stretch a condom over the mixture to complete the patch. It gives the carbon a smooth finish. Now, I don't think the voiceover person needed to say for the boat's pleasure. That's not all right. That's going one step too far. It's crazy. Anyway. And now you know the condoms work. There if it go. fixed the boat, if it can keep water out of the boat. Then you're safe. You hear that random triple jumper from Hungary? It can hold a boat together. You're probably all good sending that thirsty picture to the Brazilian beach volleyball player that you wanted to send. Click send on that. LeBron right. LeBron is like, click send on it. You're good to go. Click send on that text. This was an example of a kayaker using her brain for good and the good of her country and whatnot. That's not the case for all of them. Yeah, not every kayaker uses his or her brain power for good. So what do you do if you're a two-time silver medalist and former Olympian in a sport after you are done the, with the Olympics, yeah. when you're through with the Olympics. If that sport is kayaking, like we're talking about, and you're from Australia, and your name is Nathan Bagley, then you try and smuggle tons of cocaine in an inflatable boat into your country. That's what you do. Who, who's going to out-paddle you in that instance? Except for the dudes who won gold each time that you only took home right. silver. 
You better hope that those guys didn't become. I did become Coast wa- Guard cops. water police. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> Unless they're on sea dues, which they probably are on sea dues. Probably. It's not. It's not good being a recognizable former Olympian. And I'm not saying that the kayakers are so recognizable. If kayakers walk down the street, there's no way you you just be like, are you? Do you do CrossFit? What? Well, who are you? Do I? Should I know you? It's not good to be that recognizable of an Olympian in a country that probably celebrates Olympians that win medals and then to be trying to smuggle cocaine in your boat. Somebody's going to want a picture with you and then they're going to want to know why you have the confidence of a gold medal winner. Even though you've only won the silver. Cocaine, baby. That's what it does. Cocaine confidence. That's right. It's just a little cocaine, guys. Just a little, right? Cocefidence. To quote our buddy John Glazer. Nathan Bagley has been jailed for 25 years. That feels like too long. For trying to smuggle up to, you ready for this? $200 million. Australian dollars. So that's $147 million. Still, it's a lot. We're the cocaine into Australia in 2018. Why? Oh, my God. Why? 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 Oh, why? Two-time Olympian, Silver Levesque. 45. So he's a few years younger than us. Was arrested alongside his 39-year-old brother, brother Drew. Drew, D-R-U. This guy. If, you're, if your name is spelled D-R-U, you're Never gonna... listen to your brother who's six years younger than you. That guy doesn't know anything ever, period. He, he's one letter away from drug. D-R-U. He's an, he's an OG. And another man traveled hundreds of kilometers offshore from, a, from northern New South Wales with an inflatable boat and picked up 650 kilograms of cocaine from a foreign ship. Oh, boy. Hey, who are we going to get to... Paddle out to the. I ship got someone. The, I got a guy. Drew's like my brother will do it. This is like the scene in Fast Times at Ridgemont High. My dad's got an awesome set of tools. He can fix it. I can fix my it. My brother can paddle anywhere. He can fix. It. He can get. The, he'll get the cocaine. You got an inflatable boat. He'll take it out there. Like Drew is definitely promising things that he hasn't asked his brother yet to do. Do you can't outrun brother. the Navy, bro? In an inflatable boat. Enjoy a powerful business upgrade with Dell Technologies Black Friday in July event. Get amazing savings with up to 50% off high-performance computers and tech built for business and be able to take your office with you with Windows 10 Pro. Plus, get great offers on Dell servers, monitors, docks, and more, all with easy financing options through Dell Financial Services. Call 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL and speak to a Dell Technologies advisor today. Very, very natural sounding. I like it. When the robots take over, it's going to sound like that. We are the Sklar Brothers filling in for Jim Rome and so happy to be here. And uh, what I love is that we get to talk a little baseball, excuse me, a little football. Yes. We're going to talk a little baseball later, but we get to talk a little football and NFL right now. We got a game tonight. We got a game tonight that doesn't mean anything. We we talked a little bit about Tom Brady showing up for Peyton Manning, and we're going to just get into all of it right we got now. Fights in practice. Seen, yeah, fights. Some in coaches pra- mad about it. Some, some coaches, coaches happy, happy about, about it. it. Let's bring in Will Brinson right now, senior staff writer, CBS Sports. He knows his football, and we are so happy to have him with us. Will, how you doing, buddy? What's going on, guys? Thanks for uh, thanks for having me. I mean, we can we can talk baseball or yeah, we can talk all of it. Oh man, you want to talk WGC? Whatever. Let's man. get it. Hey man, let's let's whatever talk. A, let's talk Olympics. Uh, no, but let's when yes. when does football make it into the Olympics? Uh, you never know. Let three on three football, flag football feels like a game that could make it in the Olympics at some point. Um, but my question for you is the Tom Brady of it all. Everyone's like, that's so nice. He's showing up to Peyton Manning's 
uh, Hall of Fame induction. Is there a possibility that he's rubbing a little bit in his face? Is it just I'm a massive troll job? Is he going to show up in his like Tampa Bay gear? I don't know if he shows up in his Tampa Bay gear. Maybe he shows up in a you know like a jersey like a, a jersey number seven, and everybody's like, "Why is he yeah. wearing seven? That's, oh, that's right. Yeah, Manning doesn't have seven rings. Like, that's it, right. It could, that's be a, <laughs> it could be a troll job. I like to think that Tom Brady, um, you know, actually appreciates Peyton Manning. I think they are friends. I think too, yeah. despite the fact that they were big rivals when they played together, I, I do think now. Sort of like it's 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 really a lot like Phil Mickelson and Tiger Woods. Yeah, right? yes. they didn't like each other when they played, but now they're like buddies and you know they root for each other. They both have multiple rings, so there's not too much animosity. Brady's pulled away enough. Right, uh, Peyton's still one of the best. I, I think that's kind of where the relationships at. Uh, you, so you know the you know the guy who's really cool with a rivalry, the one who's on top. That person's really cool with it. You know what I mean? They're great with it like, all the yeah, time. Yeah, we have a real healthy rivalry. It's a real yeah, healthy relationship. Because you got seven rings. Peyton is cool with it because I think people... Peyton, would... Peyton won't call it a rivalry, and Tom Brady's more than willing to call it a rivalry. Okay. <laughs> I mean, Peyton could stand from the podium and say, Hey, Tom, uh, how many MVPs do I have? Did I get during the regular season? Did I get five? Peyton could also be like, who was funnier on SNL? Oh, was yeah. Me? me? Oh, you weren't I, asked to do SNL. <laughs> I do think there's a chance that... Peyton Manning in his speech, yeah, will reference Bill Belichick and Tom Brady. And I bet he does. I bet he does. He's like, you know, he's like, you know, these two rings are great. Probably would have had nine of them if not for that guy, the avocado flavored guy over there. That's you right. Know? And then, meanwhile, Tony Dungy's in the back crying and praying to God. Uh, and Bill Foley's like, I would have drafted. Uh, exactly. Uh, first ever off, I'd get the chance. That's right. right. And you're right. like, okay, wait. And, and then Peyton's like, why did wait, I, I? Why did I open this up? That's then, like when we start talking to the <laughs> when Randy and I ever like open it up to the audience when we're doing stand up. We're, we're like, like oh. this is great for the first thirty seconds. Then and then Jeff Saturday is getting up and making speeches. I don't want to well, hear you know, it. You know what actually might happen too is like I could see Peyton making a like a uh, a dig at himself and at Tom yes by referencing the fact that Eli who will obviously be there as well yeah uh beat Tom Brady twice well, or you see or you seat Eli right next to Tom Brady <laughs> like that's the way you you kind of <laughs> one row two rows in front of him yeah two one row two, row, two, two rows, rows in front of him that's it that's it all right now i want to hear what you think about this evolving like how much are you loving Aaron Rodgers on the mic like now he's talking about how relationships are formed, and it's—I mean—is it so uncomfortable up in Green Bay? Like, where, where he's are giving we at? more relationship advice than Yakov Smirnoff in Branson, Missouri, right now. <laughs> I think it's cool that he's. I mean, sometimes on my on my podcast, the Pick Six Podcast, yes, um, great, daily NFL podcast, you can listen on uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. I love it. it. Plug it up. Plug it up. Uh, I'm nothing if not promiscuous. Oh, yeah, that's all right. <laughs> I, I, I like that. Um, I, you know, I'll if I need something, I'm not afraid. I guess I'm doing it now too because it's a CBS Sports Radio yeah. program. But yeah. I'm not afraid to passively aggressively uh, say something about my boss. It's like, man, this computer, I just can't get the new one approved. Right. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> mm-hmm. Where, but Aaron Rodgers has gone in the complete opposite direction. There's nothing passive aggressive nope, about it. It's he open. Got the concessions from the Packers. Yeah. He's coming back to play this year. Yeah. And he knows. He knows that they ultimately didn't give him what he wants, so he's taking the, I'm just going to thrash you publicly as often as I want, right. and there's nothing you can do about it approach. And I, I respect it because to, to back over your boss 
and really your boss's boss. <laughs> and then drive forward and back over him again. And then drive forward and back over him again. I mean, we it's it's Hang on a second. I think I forgot something in the garage, and then boom, you're back over It's Ben Affleck saying marriage is hard. Right. All right, we all know it's hard, but like you don't have to throw that in Jennifer Garner's face. Will, we had Brandon Flowers on two days ago, and I I was curious to hear what him – he is a former player. What are the players saying? Like, Because you know the players are talking about it, and he was like, players love him because he showed – And they love this. And they love this. He showed out for the players. He he stepped up and said, you didn't treat my guy – you know, you Charles Woodson, you why'd didn't you treat let him, him go? well? Why'd you let him go? And why are you letting people go? Because you know, the end of anybody's NFL career, it's, it's the moment in hard knocks where they're like, the coach wants to see you and bring your playbook. That is the least dignified moment ever. That's like turn in everything and don't take anything with you. You know? Yeah. And I think too, that there's probably a sense that, you know, that he felt, he felt like he was getting the same treatment as all of those guys. Yeah. That, yeah. You know, the Packers said, "Listen, we've got you by the the you know oh. the short the short and curls. Yeah, um, and we're going to you know we're going to operate like a business. I, I you know I think it's funny though you know with the Rogers thing he could have because you know, he's, he's reeling off these names and um, you know and, and somebody in the audience one of the one of the reporters was like well, I mean uh, Aaron a lot of those guys weren't good actually <laughs> he's like, that, that's not that's, that's not what we're talking about here you made them bad." But, but, I mean, <laughs> You know, I think if you take the bigger picture about it, the when you look at what the Buccaneers did last year, you know, they signed Tom Brady and they mm-hmm. said, all right, we're all in. We're shoving all our mm-hmm. chips in the middle of the table. Tom, if there's something you need, do something you want, you That's let us it. Antonio Brown, crazed human being, you yeah. want him on the team? We'll sure. bring him in on a hot air balloon. We'll bring him in right. on a – who cares? <laughs> yeah, we have, to, we have to buy Gronk, you know, uh, 4,000 gallons of Jägermeister to get him back sure. off the beach and, yeah. and onto on the Buccaneers. Deal. Done bring deal. Him. And the Packers have – operated like this shrewd business and they've only won two titles with Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre over a 20 year span. Yeah. Maybe, maybe maybe Rodgers has a point in that. You start to shave the corners off and you say to yourself, well, well, we we saved this championship, right? But we're not, we're not winning this. That's those are the small things that they're just not doing that. You need everybody on the same page. I think the biggest uh, thing takeaway and we can move off. This is the notion that they wouldn't use Aaron Rodgers to go out and recruit other players. Like why you have this guy who is a very charismatic, lovable dude, Dude who the players love, why wouldn't you, if there was someone you were out trying to get, send Aaron Rodgers out as your delegation to go like, hey man, this is why Green Bay is awesome. This is why I love playing here. This is why this is great. And if you come here, I swear to God, I will make you, I will make you tons of money by throwing the ball your way or whatever, you know, and they just didn't use them. Yeah. And I mean, that was always a selling point for the Patriots to a degree. You know, they didn't go out and necessarily sign the biggest free agent in the class. Uh, no. But Denver was the same way with Peyton Manning. You know, when Peyton uh, got to Denver, they, they attracted free agents who yes, wanted to play with Peyton Manning. That's and right. that's something that they probably should have, you know, the, the Packers notoriously frugal in free agency. And, you know, they, they built it the right way, whatever you want to call it. I, right. I, I don't disagree. I mean, they were a really good team for a lot of years. But maybe if they had gone out and said, hey, look, you're not coming to be a part of the Packers, you know, yeah. by Maud in Beulahville, Wisconsin. You know, you're like, come and play with Rogers. That's, that's right. It. It's dude, title. it's culture, and that's part of it too. Speaking of culture, is the culture getting turned around the right way in Detroit? Let's stay in that conference, in that division right there. Getting I mean is Dan Camp like how Dan Campbell up on he is hopped up on caffeine. He's crazy. We're like, what's your coffee order? He's like two ventis. Two I throw ventis, in some shots. Blackout. 
a little bit of cocaine, like whatever you can throw in there that's going to jack me I up. I throw a little bit of antifreeze in there. And What? What are you doing, man? But he's like, I love seeing the fights. I love it. It means that they're fiery. Spirit. Is that good for Detroit right now? You want to see that spirit. I think you just want to see anything out of Detroit. Yeah, I mean, just, pulse. I mean that, that franchise is so downtrodden. And, and, you know, I thought that Detroit, give them credit, they did the right thing by Matthew Stafford by letting him go, they, too. They did. Yes. He, he sensed. I mean, he didn't sense. He'd be, you could know, see it all. It right. Pasted all over the walls that they were rebooting and mm-hmm. you know, new GM, new new coach. You know, you understand. You know, just re, a full blown reset button. And so they, they, you know, they sent him out of there. Did right by him. And Dan Campbell. I mean, I don't remember. I don't know if you guys remember his stint as interim head coach in Miami, but I mean, it was one of the greatest three month runs of Ever. any head coach from I mean, a from a you know entertainment perspective oh, you've yeah. ever seen. Yeah. yeah. Um and it, it coincided too perfectly with when South Park debuted PC Principal. Yeah. Who looked exactly, exactly like, like Dan, Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell. <laughs> That's yes. right. Yeah, he's like Ebra, Ebra. Ebra. Um, Ebra. Yeah, I'm here for I'm here for Dan Campbell. The Lions won't be good, but they'll be wildly entertaining. You know, just because of Dan Campbell. And I, and it's hard not to root for him because of that. So I don't know if he's the guy who's gonna magically turn around the culture. Yeah. But I would not want to I think I think if you know the Lions are probably the thirty first or thirty second seed in a tournament of teams playing football, but they're okay. the number one seed in, in terms the, of in entertainment. Terms of, in terms of entertainment, well, entertainment and steel cage coach fights. Yes. Yeah, dude, steel cage throwdown post two coffees. I'll take that any day of the week. All right, game tonight. Uh, the Cowboys and Give the Steelers. Us thirty. We have thirty seconds. Yeah, oh, just man. tell us. Uh, are sexy. Do you think the uh, the the Cowboys themselves are they going to be eight and nine, nine and eight this year, and that's what we can expect from them again? I actually think tonight is a good gauge for how the Cowboys might be because the guys who are going to play tonight are probably going to be largely rookies, and the Cowboys yeah. drafted about eight of them on defense. Mm-hmm. They're going to need their rookies and second year guys to make an impact on defense if they want to be any good this year. Yep. So watch the younger guys on their defense and uh, take the under in the game tonight. There you go. The uh, under. I think C- I think CeeDee Lamb makes a big uh, leap this year. We'll see. Yeah. Will, Will Brinson, thank you for joining us. You'll come on our podcast sometime. We appreciate you so much. Good night. 